Hi, this is Anna. And this is Kim. And we are Saucy, Saucy Southwest. Southwest. Bringing you the histories, mysteries, murder, and mayhem of the American Southwest. How are you today, Anna? I mean, it's juniper season in the Southwest. We also drink on the show, so we what? Dude, what are we drinking today, Anna? So today we are having Dire Wolf Vodka from Aztec Spirits. Um, for anyone who doesn't know or isn't a fan of um, Game of Thrones, George R.R. Martin, the author, is actually in Santa Fe. I saw him the other day. Oh, cool. Game of Thrones is huge here because of the author, Dire Wolf, which if you know, you know. If you don't know, HBO exists. Yeah, um, and we got, I was it Dire Wolf whiskey I got for Burns Night this year? Oh, Song of Fire or yeah. Song of Ice. Yeah. yeah, no, Song of Ice. ice. No, but, but it had a Dire Wolf on the, on the... Yeah, no, it did have a, a Dire Wolf. That was from Johnny Walker from Scotland, right. proper scotch. We do that around here. Um, but no, we, I think we had the Dire Wolf because they make, they make vodka, but they also make whiskey that's Dire Wolf. And I think we got that when we got Dolly Baby when she was a little puppy because it was the same color as her fur. I have a picture of her snuggled up to a Dire Wolf whiskey bottle. That would be fitting for Dolly Pop. So, and for us. So, um, does any of that have anything to do with the Dire Wolf vodka? Just the name. Just the name. Okay. Just cool. No, I couldn't find anything really so, about the company. So we um, we mix it into a screwdriver, but we're gonna try because we are in our twenties. <laughs> um, we're gonna do a little sipping shot of this um, because ching. straight vodka is fun. I mean, it's rubbing. Don't alcohol. shoot it. Just I know. Oh, that's strong. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The rest is um. Yeah, it's going in there. That one in there. Okay, that Whoa. was good. It, it tastes like um, vodka. It it does not taste like shitty vodka. Tastes and it like wasn't good. expensive. Tastes like good vodka. Yeah. And, it, and now? It won the... Sorry, I'm just looking at the bottle. I totally prepare for these things when I'm not the one doing research. Um, It won the San Francisco World Spirits Competition in 2009 with a silver medal. It is 80 proof. Um... But yeah, Aztec Spirits, LLC, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Go to AztecSpirits.com. They have a bunch of other stuff aside from the the Game of Thrones version. Um, but I honestly, I chose Was the Dire Wolf. Was Game of Thrones out in 2009? 19. I thought you said 2009. 19. Okay. I may have said 2009. It's been a really fucking shitty ass week. And I have junipers. And my garage door doesn't open. I'm just, I'm, I'm hitting for zero right now. So I'm just here to... Drink, drink cheap booze and listen to stories and maybe provide some offbeat witty commentary okay. or some shitty dad jokes whichever or both um or both so before we get into the story because we've got a good follow-up story to carl's bad caverns which was episode three nice yeah um so if you want to you don't really have to have heard that episode to follow with today's story but you know it's always good for for background um, little housekeeping. We are new and this is our hobby and we're doing this to have fun. Um, we're Anna's doing, a, Anna's doing so much of the business end and back and which is accountant life. Yeah. Life. I know. She's, she's very, very, very good at that. I'm, um, I am better at researching and storytelling and figuring out good books and stuff. So we're playing to our strengths here. Not that Anna's a bad storyteller. I don't want to, but. I, I'm a um, geek. I research extensively. I just also do the businessy stuff because, yeah, you know, all of those years of college and a business degree and almost 20 years in business and finance and 
all that shit. Like this is just really, really good. Right, and the it's, screwdriver. It it's super smooth. So is as um potent as the vodka is on its own. Mix it with a little um simply orange orange juice, the pulp free stuff, because apparently that's what we get at Sam's Club because it's cheap. Well, and I have to do my Easter ham. Oh, and yeah. and I yeah, my no. Easter ham has bourbon, mm. orange juice, a little ginger, a little cinnamon, mm. little honey, little brown sugar. It's the only, like, baked ham that I will eat. All of the rest of them are either way too salty or way too sugary, and I just can't do it. So I do the um, the ham and then to die for potatoes. Yes. Yeah, that we only have once a year because the amount of butter, cream, and cheese that go into those potatoes, you, you oh. really should only eat once a year. Um, well, that and, you know, all of my food sensitivities, which include white potatoes. Yeah, that's true. I know the fact that I'm alive is... The fact that I haven't killed you yet is amazing. Um, Anyhow, so back to the housekeeping. Um, We appreciate your feedback. We're going to be experimenting with different places in the house to to record. Um, One of these days I will unearth my office, and I think that's really going to be the best place to record. But if you saw my office right now, you'd understand why. Um, It's kind of become the dumping grounds. Uh, what's her name? The if it brings you joy, the the oh Marie Kondo, uh, yeah Marie Kondo would have an apoplectic whatever apoplectic fit apoplectic fit, yeah. So, Anyhow, okay. But, so today we we're in our my kitchen, which is lovely with yes. a lovely view of the house that's almost done. Yeah, they're doing the landscape. Um, the numbers are up, which is cool. Yeah, no, we can't see the mountains from, well, I can't see the mountains unless I, like, crane my neck to look out the other window. Um, but, yeah, any any topics that you think we should cover from the Southwest, any feedback you have. Any alcohol sele- selections. Any alcohol selections. And um, if you want to send us money to help us fund this, because this shit expensive. Um, or if you would like to sponsor us, Saucy Southwest West. At gmail.com and our website, because we have it now, like I just, I legitimately just did that this morning. Bravo. Yay. Yay for me. Um, SaucySouthwest.podbean.com. There you go. Yep. I I think that's all the housekeeping, businessy type stuff. That is. That is. Oh. And as we go along, we hope to get better and we welcome your feedback. Please don't be mean. Mean people suck. Yeah. And we really don't tolerate mean people. Yeah. Don't be mean. But we appreciate honest, open feedback. We are we're big fans of constructive criticism. So, but if yeah. you don't like the sound of our voices, like we can't change that. Yeah. So we're just not the podcast. I'm almost for you. fifty. This is the way my voice is. So okay. So um, are we ready for our story? Yes. So in researching Carl's Bad Caverns, I honestly thought before I started to do the research that there was going to be a lot of like it was going to have a lot of. Um, indigenous people stories and legends that that went with it but because it was huge air quotes discovered in the late 1900s by mr white i kid you not a white guy named white discovered carl's bad caverns read that as white people slash the colonizers slash the spanish um we done fucked up Mm -hmm. and got rid of all the original stories in all my research I found one thing that is that was by that reference native stories, and it was just about caves in the area, not necessarily about Those this caves. massive cavern. So it, it's possible 
We're going to have to try and figure out who originally lived there and, like, maybe try and reach out to them. It's a really desolate area. There's not a lot out there. I mean, there's a river. I mean, it could be that only white people were stupid enough to live there because... Well, we're going to talk about some stupid white people today. I mean, I feel like we've got millennia of that to cover. Oh, yeah. So, um, anyhow, so the Carswide Cavern, I thought, oh, I'm going to find some really rich... Like, this was a, a, a huge... A religious, you know, it had huge spiritual meanings. I couldn't find that. I'm not saying it's not out there. I'm just saying, you know, I work a, a day job too. So trying to find it during this week. Um, yeah, like me was, saying I couldn't find anything about the Aztec spirits people. That means I went to their website and I couldn't find shit on their website. And so I didn't have time to do more. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I did a couple hours worth of research, but I just didn't right. find anything. Anyhow, um, so, but while researching it, I've got some great topics for future episodes that will that take place in and around this area. There was a pretty gruesome murder Ooh. that happened in the late 80s, early 90s okay. um, that involves cannibalism. Uh, okay, what is it? I feel like this really does happen a lot with white people because if you look at all the stories, it really happens a lot with white people. We eat other humans, and I don't get it. We'll, we'll dive into why when we cover that it, it's future. I didn't even write down the name because I don't want to get confused because I could go down on that tangent. Um, but there's been a couple other murders and sur- surrounding it, and mostly mostly in the last 60 years. So, But the one that I found, it piqued my interest. What would I tell you? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so what would you call... A group of four men who decide to kidnap and take hostage people in Carlsbad Cavern. Fucking idiots. Okay, but would you call them kidnappers? Because they didn't really ki- take them anywhere. Yeah, but they abducted people. Not sort of. Okay, so did they just take lost people and, like, waylay them? Well, Waylayers? Um, <laughs> this article that I found by um, by Soshi Parks um, calls them domestic terrorists. I mean, it makes sense if they're U.S. citizens mm-hmm. and their job is to create terror because that's I would agree I mean, with the that. definition. So, so the kidnapping at Carlsbad Caverns. When do you think this took place? I like playing quiz shows with Lana. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying most of everything happened within the last sixty years, and because people are stupid and they seem to get stupider as the millennia kind of go on, because mm-hmm. stupid people breed. Um, Probably within the last 20 years? No. It happened before your lifetime. Oh, my. But not before mine. So in the 70s. Yeah. July 10th, 1979. Okay, just, just before my lifetime. Yes, but technically before your lifetime. There are these four guys who started drinking the night before. Like, heavily drinking. Like we do. Right now. Ching, ching. Ching, ching. So, um, they started drinking the night before, and were getting very, very upset at different things. Um, these guys, there were two, what they, what's referred to in some of the research that I found as white. No, uh, uh, no uh, white Americans, Caucasian Americans. Um, so two white guys and two native um, indigenous guys. <clears throat> so two people who legitimately have reasons to be angry and two people who have made up a million reasons to be angry yes. because poor white men. So these guys, they started drinking, like I said, the night before. I mean, that's uh, a solid thing to do. I like that pastime. Um, the the guys' names are um, Dennis Mark, 
David Kaczynski, I, it says Polish name, I, I know I'm slaughtering that, um, William Charles Lovejoy, and Eugene Hiram Maroney. Those are some solid names. I, I'm, I'm especially liking the, the Eugene. Eugene. Hiram. Anyhow, they- Hiram um, or Hiram? Might be Hiram. I don't know. Anyhow, so they they were drinking, kept drinking, drank a lot. I mean, that sounds like most of our family functions. Well, that's because in order to function at our family functions, alcohol is alcohol required. Is required. Um, but we don't go and waylay people so or there's, try to cause terror. We just as, do stupid things. As we've discussed, there's not a whole lot down in that particular corner of New Mexico. And so these guys um, primarily were bored. So they decided, and they wanted to air their grievances. So they were drunk. They took a bunch of firearms and a bunch of whiskey. And this is obviously pre-9-11. Yeah. Kidnapped a park, a seasonal park technician mm-hmm. um, by the name of Linda Phillips. And they took her down into the cave with Celia Valdez, who was... Um, they took the elevator down into the, the main, the big room of the cavern. We talked about how they weren't really creative when it came to it. Not at all. So they took the elevator down, these four drunk guys and these two women. And they um, they went into the the big room cave. The big room. The big room. Yeah. Um, they took them into the big room cave and they took um, Linda into Linda Phillips into the um there's a lunch room down there there's a cafeteria down there and they took her in in there to a small room in the cafeteria after they shot off rounds in the cavern and there are there are approximately 108 uh, one source had said 100 another said 104 one said 112 so around 110 people we'll go with yeah we're down in the lunch room um or, or down in the big cave and this all happened at about three o'clock in the afternoon when this started. They weren't, they didn't aim at anybody. They just fired into. Obviously, they've not lived in the Midwest where you learned that bullets go up in the air and then they come down and kill random people. Yeah. Also, when we get drunk, stupid and angry in the Midwest, we just go tip cows. That's true. Um, like we don't kidnap people. We tip cows. No cows were harmed in the making of this podcast. No, uh, unless you're talking about the ones that we're gonna eat. Oh no, wait, we're we're eating lambs today. We're having Never lamb mind. today. Ah, ah. <laughs> Sorry. smoking right now. It's out there enjoying a nice Newport because <laughs> we're having a slightly minty tzatziki with it. So I figured tobacco, <laughs> menthol tobacco, mint, ram, uh, yeah, potatoes. You and, know that whole thing. Anyhow, so um, so they. So these people, um, they took, they pretty much had this, this Linda and Celia um, as they kidnapped them. Mm -hmm. And then they, because they were drunk, they didn't realize that there were over 100 people in the the great room. So they. This was not well planned. It was not planned at all. No, no. We will discover as we go on how, um, well, how how it was unplanned it was. By all accounts, none of the assailants are, none these four guys didn't know that there were people still in the caverns because, you know, they've been drinking for 12 hours. And um, it's a public, it's a very popular public park, 
that has yeah. posted hours that people from all over the world come to visit. I mean, they had to have been epically stupid before they added alcohol to the mix to not realize this. They pretty much were. Okay. So they, um, so they realized this, and they, they, um, the National Park Service realized what had happened, and so they called in the FBI and local law enforcement because it's national park, and national parks are are, um, are federal the federal grounds, and therefore they they fall under the jurisdiction of the FBI. So these guys had three demands. And they were crazy. They're not crazy. They're just stupid. I, I mean, I'm not, not having heard this, I'm also not going to be surprised if they're like, I want a butt ton of big red bubble gum or something equally as stupid. Like, it, it feels like that's where we're going right now. Um, No, no. They wanted a million dollars. Well, that's just. That's not enough. Really? Even then, like. And a plane ride. Uh, they wanted a plane to take them to Brazil. Why Brazil? No extradition? Yeah, I the don't Nazis think they were, were down there. I don't. I mean, I don't think they were thinking about extradition laws. I really don't. Um, I don't know. Maybe San Paulo was beautiful that time of year, and they heard that. So they, um, so they, you know, they they made these demands, and um, wait, what was the third demand? Oh, I'm sorry. The third demand was that they had a reporter. They wanted a reporter to report this nationally. Okay. Now they're in Carlsbad Caverns, which is 25 miles from Carlsbad, which is a teeny tiny town. In southeastern New Mexico. Like, the most thing it's got going for it is the fact that Carlsbad Caverns is right there, and it's right next to the Permian Basin, so a lot of um, oil workers live in that area. I forgot to tell you this. Oh, God. Oh, you'll love this. Guess where these four men are from? Texas? Yes, they were all Texas natives. So. God damn it, Tejas. Why? <laughs> Why do you send the assholes here? We have enough on our own... Along with all the tourists that come and are jackasses. Really, just don't be an asshole. Like, I don't care if you're on vacation. Traffic laws do not stop existing because Your we're on vacation. Your blinker is there for a reason. Don't just randomly walk in the middle of a street. Like, then uh, my office building is plaza adjacent. The number of people I have almost killed because they're just meandering in the middle of of a public road, and I'm just trying to get to the office, yeah. and I'm running late, which means I, okay, now, I just speed. I have a lead foot. Also, I'm in New Mexico. Hi, if you've met us before, we speed. A lot. A lot. It's just how it is. If you have a license plate from a different state, maybe don't speed, though, because you're a really easy target. Yeah, and if you have a license plate, okay, this is my PSA for today. Are we ready? If you pull into the passing lane, onto lane road, on if you choose to get into the passing lane, please at least do the speed limit. Oh, no, seriously. If you're going to be in the passing lane, normally the speed limit's 75. I would say minimum be going 80 to 85 mm -hmm. if you're just going to be chilling in that lane because that's basically what everyone else is going. Um, if you're only going 70 in that lane, mm -hmm. just be prepared to die. Like, we give no fucks in this state. I, I, um, Okay, so where were we? Oh, they were demanding a reporter. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they had three, three. really uncreated. Seriously. Seriously. A million dollars, a flight to um, Brazil, and a reporter. Okay, I mean, I understand that Austin Powers isn't going to come out for like another 20 years at this point. I get it. But when those line up so well with the demands of Dr. Evil, you know you're doing something wrong. Right. So... Anyhow, so the, the reporter, the FBI is more like, 
Well, by the time we call somebody down from Albuquerque or Santa Fe, it's going to be forever. There's a local paper. <laughs> and it's called the Cars. <laughs> it's called the Carlsbad Current Argus. And they um, got a local reporter there by the name of Ned Cantwell. I love that name. Um, oh, my God. Ned, I... I don't know if I feel sorry for you or I love you. I mean, <laughs> it's just... Well, it, I, and I'll, uh, remind me to circle back to what Ned said after all this was done. Um, circle back around <laughs> to Ned. Yep. Circle, circle, circle. So Ned Cantwell. <laughs> Ned Cantwell. Gets there and, um, and he was ready to report. He was ready to go down there. But the, um, the FBI hesitated to let him down because they were worried about his safety and so, so i will say this i yes i am an accountant but i currently work in media i know a lot of reporters they have zero fucks for their safety like base minimum but if it means getting the story they usually right. just don't care because if it's a good story you will go down in history in one way shape or form um but yeah so i i think the fbi was more concerned about his safety than he probably was oh yeah yeah um, so Dennis Mark, one of the guys, yeah, one of the um, drunk kidnappers, yelled up to him on a from the ca- the, ca- the caverns are all underground, right? Um, up to the surface, and are you expecting a call? No, I just forgot to turn my ringer on. Uh huh. Um, bad podcaster. Bad, bad podcaster. Bad. I'm gonna sick Callie on you. I don't think <laughs> she. <laughs> she is not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so um, go get a dog. They'll tackle so me. So Dennis Mark yell on the phone. Get your ass down here! They're screwing us around. We want to tell the world exactly what we need and why. I'll guarantee your life. So at about five thirty, he took the um, the long ride down to the underground cafeteria. So again, while um, when he was going down, there were a bunch of the SWAT local SWAT team, FBI local law enforcement mm-hmm. there. So Cantwell gets down there and he goes into the small room where these guys are out and it is littered. Like it looks like a frat house after homecoming. Just there are liquor bottles everywhere um, and a bunch of ammunition, a bunch of half empty. Some of the liquor bottles were empty, some were half empty. So, um, I mean, I will say at least when we have copious amounts of alcohol we do not mix firearms into it but we're also basically all trained with firearms and wouldn't do that shit right so don't please please for the love of god second psa of the day do not mix alcohol and firearms no don't do it don't do that unless you're kelly cat um okay kelly doesn't have opposable thumbs i i'm actually afraid to see what she would do with a shotgun she could do it anyhow so so this um so Dennis Mark, his first complaints were that he, why they were doing this is because he was tired of all them Mexicans coming in and taking our jobs. No, make that all the aliens. So you know, relatively close to Roswell. So I'm not quite sure what aliens he's talking about. They ought to kick them all out. Oh my They're God. making $20 billion in welfare. Okay. Hey, if you're making $20 billion in welfare... We don't even spend that much today. We didn't then. Yeah. What the actual. Also, again, this is the part of the country where 99% of the people who are considered Latino, Latino, or Latinx, Latine, whichever you prefer, were born here and have been here for like 
200 plus years. Mm-hmm. Just not that someone from Tejas would fucking know that because they stole all that land. It's a totally different story. We'll get there. I'll get on that soapbox eventually. Okay. Or YouTube has some great stories about why New Mexicans hate Tejas. Why That's, we all hate Tejas. We have another sidebar, but I'm not going to do it because we've had so many sidebars today. So. Okay, no, do the sidebar. We do sidebars here. That's all we do here. It's a sidebar sprinkled in with some facts. <laughs> there you go. That gets so, cleaned up in editing. So I just started um, listening and I bought the book on the Confederate War, New Mexico. And it goes into uh, the the Civil War and the Battle of the Confederacy. And it goes into how Texas looked at Mexico like the northern, it was manifest destiny that Texas would take over New Mexico, Arizona, and California. Um. So just no surprise to anyone, we have legitimate concerns about Texas trying to come and steal our land because they've tried to do it many, many times. And the highly populated area of New Mexico. Santa Fe has fought them off many, 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 many times. We're just fucking sick of that shit. Mm -hmm. That's why we treat them like shit here. But also we will take their money and charge them so much in taxes. So, so much. So anyhow, we will, um, this book that I'm reading, lots of topics for future podcasts. I like that. Again, again, clear history in the U.S. Southwest, you know, Southwestern history, more than cowboys and Indians. Much, much more. Also, the cowboys, usually the bad guys. There's a podcast uh, out on black cowboys. It's really good. I can't remember the title, so you might want to cut this out. Okay, but also, like, maybe that's something that we can try and do a collab on. That sounds like fun. That would be fun. And the pictures of these guys? Ooh. Eye candy. There's nothing wrong with eye candy. I'm asexual. I actually do not care. You can put a Wookiee in front of me, and I will have the same reaction as if it was Sam Hewen. I know. Actually, I'd probably prefer the the Wookiee because he's fluffy. I'm never having grandchildren. <laughs> um, Talk to the other child. She might be interested. Back to the $20 billion in welfare is what Dennis Mark was complaining about. Eugene Hiram Maroney, one of the other guys. I'm still going with Hiram. Okay, Eugene Hiram Maroney. He's a Native American and, according to Cantwell, easily the most intelligent and articulate of the bunch. I mean, I would not give that label to any of the white guys. No, no. Um... He, uh, so Maroney went on to talk about how the nation was repressing his people. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah no, I, um, I get that. And um, they, they expressed frustration over the increasing gas prices and they were frustrated with OPEC and that's cool. So remember how, they, how I said they had two hostages before they had over 100? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when they went down, um, Celia Valdez who was the um, the elevator operator, mm-hmm. she escaped oh. with, into the Good mayhem you, because some of the some of the people were able to get out um, before the they closed down the the um, elevators. Mm-hmm. So so um, anyhow, they said they were really pissed off at um, at OPEC and at aliens, whether from Roswell or otherwise. Um, so there, so Cantwell, good old Ned Cantwell, um, demanded to see the hostage Linda Phillips, and he reported that she was in, um, she was being, a, she was in good spirits and extremely calm despite the circumstances. So okay, so for the fact that they were being dumbasses, they may not have been assholes. Linda Phillips. The, Linda Phillips is fine is, and happy, the, and, and yeah, our they, crazy guys, well, crazy and. They're fucking crazy. stupid and 
definitely do not pronounce an iota of creativity. Apparently, you're not at Souls. Um, so they had um, they had two rifles, a shotgun, and a pistol. Um, they fired off several rounds, but they never actually, and while Cantwell was with them, never actually aimed them at Cantwell. Okay, um, so just for any of the assholes out there who think that the, you need an AR-15 or an AR-style weapon, uh, these guys didn't have any automatic type weapon, and they still held a bunch of people hostage uh-huh. and didn't kill anyone. This is probably something you should all learn from. Right. Just a thought. So... Um, Cantwell went on to say that these guys kept repeating their demands, but they weren't particularly coherent. He also told the media later on, there was a fifth of whiskey that was about half full when I got there and empty when I left. So the big room cave that was nearby where the, the about the hundred people were there, people were bored. They were starting to get bored because they couldn't leave, but they weren't in any particular harm. Okay, so they were probably hungry, super bored. I have a feeling that our hostage takers, whatever we want to call them, terrorists, were not sharing their booze because they seemed to be going through it all on their own. Um, And obviously they were at least smart enough to not let other people have their weapons. So, yeah. So some of these guys, some of them, somebody ripped out um, a deck of playing cards and they were, they, I don't know. Anyhow, so there was um, a park employee. Okay, imagine... You've always wanted to be a park employee. This is your first day on the job. Seriously, because I used to want to work. Okay, it was Mesa Verde that I wanted to work at, but still. um, No, I I wanted that job. And I'm now sitting here very grateful that I never went down that path because I feel like I would be in this situation because that's my luck. Okay, so her first day on the job. Super excited, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So this woman, Brenda Burrs, first day, all excited. This happens. She's an epileptic who starts having seizures. Poor woman. Um, oh, my God. She suffered a series of epileptic seizures. And then there was a gentleman by the name of Robert Lawler, who is a claustrophobic Wisconsinite, I'm quoting here, um, with a heart vacation, a heart vacation, <laughs> with a heart condition, on vacation with his five kids. Five kids would give anybody a heart condition. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I know dad barely made it through me. Yeah. Let alone Lib. Um, the fact that we all survived that. Um, anyhow, so this guy, Robert Lawler, was um, with his heart condition, was snuck out by park officials. Now, that's great that they were able to get him out because of his medical condition. But, okay, if you could get this one guy and his five kids and wife out. Like, why are we not, not kind of making a ch- Obviously, things are not being paid attention to. They were not expecting to have a hundred and some people down there. And they really only care about their booze. Like, just bring another bottle and put it in place of a person, and they're not going to care. Okay. And at a certain point, just get vodka, empty vodka bottles, fill it with water. I mean, they're not going to make it through to that point. And if they do, they're not going to realize it's water. Um, it came to light when Cantwell was interviewing these guys that the kidnappers or terrorists or whatever you want to call them really did not think they were going to make it out alive. Um, they said that they had gone there to die. So... Drunk, and, angry men who are apparently fatalistic as yes. well. Um, and he wanted to know if they would accept an alternative. And they said, if it's jail, no. So the the by evening, the liquor ran out. <laughs> and at some point, they're going to sober up and say, oh, fuck. So the guys, desperate for another drink, said that they would trade Cantwell for a bottle of, of vodka. 
I'll do the vodka would come up again. Cantwell uh, <gasps> vodka. Um, so eventually, after some um, arguing amongst themselves, they agreed to release Cantwell and um, and Phillips. They release them out. Um, and so they return to safety via the elevator. Obviously, they're not going to walk up that. So the negotiations continue. And, you know, like, these guys are totally ignoring the 100-plus people they have in the big room. They probably don't even realize they have 100-plus people in the big room. They're that drunk. Yeah, probably. So the FBI promised to knock the charges down from a felony. Now, get this. They've kidnapped three people. They've got over 100 people held hostage. That they probably don't realize exists. Right. And the FBI is saying, we'll knock down to from felony to misdemeanor. Um, We're only going to charge you with a misdemeanor. Punish, Just come out. Yeah, punishable by only six months in jail. That's actually a really good deal. They didn't take it. We'll see. Um, at 8.47 p.m., so five and a quarter hours after, um, the men surrendered. And emerged from the cave. They were, they never gave a motive for their actions. Um, according to the Roswell Daily Record, a reporter was told by Lovejoy, one of the guys, um, when asked for a motive, to kiss him where the sun don't shine. I mean, I can understand that being the response, but also maybe come up with some sort of a reason that doesn't make you look like an idiot. I think that these were just guys who were bored. Late 70s, horrible economic times. Horrible, horrible economic times. They were looking for people, for somebody to blame. They wanted to make headlines. Mm -hmm. And they were drunk and stupid. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... um, So don't underestimate the ingenuity of a drunk idiot. Yeah. So, um, once they came up, the cafeteria was cleared and cleared of the hundred. The remaining people made it up to the surface. The only person to suffer any injuries... Mm -hmm was Burris, the employee who was having the seizures. So, which I think is amazing. Um, they were taken into custody, and the FBI kept up their um, their deal, which is crazy, because local legal authorities argued um, that it, the men should be tried in federal in state court for um, cave napping, is what they called it, Um Okay, but this is where you get into all of the weird idiosyncrasies between the federal and the state. And if it's federal land, it doesn't matter what state it's in because it's federal land. And the federal government gets to say what happens there. They give no fucks about your state rights because it's federal land. Right. Well, and eventually the FBI, um, the guys were, their bail was set at a quarter million apiece. Um, a lot the in the FBI, 70s. Yeah, the FBI did not renege on their um and so they served six months each. Um, in August of 1980. Still before my birth? Mm-hmm. They were all released. So and these idiots are probably me, still alive today. Probably, Well, possibly. I mean, they were... I mean, they are pretty fucking stupid. If you're still alive, please email us at saucysouthwest at gmail.com. We would really be interested in what the fuck your reasoning was. I think, and I look at it, a, nobody was hurt except for Burris having her epileptic. That the FBI took a look said, these are four guys who got drunk and are angry. Nobody got hurt. Yeah, they didn't actually do anything. Nobody was hurt. There wasn't a big issue. And everybody, all of the costs that would have gone into police and officials being there that day was just their normal salary. Right. So, in the end, it worked out. But Ned Cantwell, remember I said, circle back to Ned. Yes. Um, Ned Cantwell said, 
2019 because they the the Carlsbad paper did a um, did a 40 year after thing, and he's like that that afternoon was is and remains the strangest <laughs> afternoon of my life. <laughs> so oh my God. I, I thought that was perfect. But I'm I forcing think, you to come with me to Carlsbad Caverns. Oh, we'll go to Carlsbad Caverns. I might be stoned out of my mind, but... I mean, you know, don't worry. If we are taken hostage, I will figure out a way to sneak us out because fuck it, why not? The worst that happens is we die and I'm not dead yet. There you go. That's surprising. Right? Um, yes. Very. But... I live to 40, people. Well, okay, almost. 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 Not good. But I, I think... I only have a month to go. I think Just wrap me in bubble wrap. We got it. Um, but I think Cantwell was very smart. I mean, he got down there. He realized just how much litter or how much liquor had been imbibed. The guys weren't. Like they weren't violent. violent. They they were angry, but that general anger towards society, which, I mean, that's the kind of anger that fuels revolutions. And if this is all that they did. Mm-hmm. It could have been a lot worse. So much worse, but it wasn't. Um, and I think he took a look at it. And I think the FBI took a look around and realized it could have been a lot worse. And I'm sorry, for the guy from Wisconsin who's claustrophobic with a heart problem, what the fuck are you doing going down to Carlsbad Caverns? Okay, not just that, but the fact that they let him out, but not the lady with epilepsy. That's, that's the one that actually, that that's the only part of this that actually pisses me off. Well, that and if, you know, you're negotiating with the FBI, I would start off with at least a billion. Okay, I, I can't be angry at the drunk guys not being creative enough to ask about one billion dollars, but at the same time... But, you know, again, if I were to ever kidnap anybody or take a group of people hostage like this, I'm a planner. You know how much I plan for. So I would have a plan for my demands. Yeah. Just note to the world at large, be very happy that while we are chaotic, we are not evil because y'all be fucked. Totally. Totally. Just throwing that out there. So that's all I have on the Carlsbad Cavern kidnappings. Did you learn anything? Did you think it was fun or interesting? I mean, I did not know any of that, but also Tejas, what the fuck? I know, four guys from Texas. What the fuck? We will talk to you. You Manana.